This Nick Rolovich edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Vegas may be closed, but the casino at MyBookie.ag is open 24/7. Use that promo code SGP and get up to $1,000 in bonus bets. MyBookie.ag promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie. We're also brought to you by Madden Mayhem, our Madden Simulation Tournament, where we're giving away $10,000 in MyBookie credits. Get all the info at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You're listening to the Sports Gambling Podcast exclusively on SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner and picks Ryan real money. Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog, Sean. Yes. We need to get back on video. Yeah. I, I, I just, I'm the only one that gets to enjoy you throwing that fist pump as you. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, things are going, man. We're making sports. We're the making NFL sports actually happening. Content is Sean, happening. Sean stacking the money green and Ryan real money. Kramer just, just gave you a four hour and 20 minute <laughs> marathon draft coverage. Uh, I mean, can you believe uh, how four long hour that was? and 20 minute live stream joining us in studio, the expert on long broadcast Colby Dan, AKA the database. <laughs> You've never gone that Colby, long. Colby was even impressed. He's like four hours. Yeah. How do you do it? Yeah. I was hope. I was like, wait, they're not going to air round two. I want you guys to keep going. Come on. Uh, you man. and Patty C black out like 90 minutes into it <laughs> and then add on another hour of the podcast. Why, why don't we, why is the, the college experience not doing round two and three? Maybe they, oh, maybe man. they pick up where we left off. It's like ESPN two, right? It's like switch it over. <laughs> I mean, I, w- would I be, would I be sad to have another excuse to hide in, in the garage and watch the entire draft? No, especially with COVID going on, right? Yeah, the key is we're creating content so we can avoid our uh, family and loved ones <laughs> by uh, working. No, it's awesome, and uh, the the live stream was great. Thanks to everyone who tuned in. Thanks to everyone who called in. Uh, you know, my dad, my uncle came in. And, <laughs> and were, can they, I ask what they, happened they, to they the actual? The what happened to the Eagles fans? Well, uh, some technical difficulties, low I, bar. I, I think uh, <laughs> I think one actually had to had to work. And then the other one, when he found out my dad and my uncle were calling in, he he's you know conceded the floor to my dad and my wow. uncle, and would rather watch them call in than actually <laughs> calling in because he knew it would be entertainment. And of course, we didn't have it on the uh, draft prop sheet, but uh, if you would have taken the over on technical difficulties uh, for my dad and my uncle, yeah, wrong <laughs> them wrong. them two figuring out a live video stream. <laughs> My uncle filmed his remote in the floor for a good portion of the of the draft. Uh, I and I, you know, stay tuned. We have to pull the video, Sean, because I think the highlight of the the whole night for me were two things: watching your disappointment as the Eagles didn't get C.D. Lamb, allowing the Cowboys to get C.D. Lamb. You did get your guy. You looked very. But I mean, as uh, a personal draft, Nick, like feather in your cap. Uh, 
you, you shocked Walter football uh, w- with your pick on the mock draft episode. And then it turned out to be true. That's got to make you feel pretty good. I can see your chest is puffing out right now, but I- my <laughs> highlight of the whole night was when Joe judge and Dave Gettleman executed the flawless plan. Uh, and I got to experience it with writers, contributors, Steve Shermer and Zach Bronner. <laughs> I stood up to show my commitment to this giant. No, no, season. no. The best was and get- the jets took the bust. <laughs> I, I, I like that pick by the jets. I, you, 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 you hate it more than me, but um, uh, Gettleman with that mask on hilarious, oh. absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And from a computer, he was the only one who had his mask on. <laughs> You uh, put it on after the fact too, just in case. Just yeah. in case, you know. You never I don't know. think he understands how the masks work. Well, he knows that computers can can get viruses. So <laughs> he wanted to make sure he, he was worried he's going to get a virus, <laughs> but get COVID from his laptop. You but, never know what these kids download these days. But more importantly, I mean, the NFL draft, NFL draft is fun, but the NFL doesn't start play for another what five months? Yeah, hopefully, we have uh, we have something actually going on, Sean. If you want to, there you go. Oh, I do, Kramer. And of course, that is Madden Mayhem. We're bringing it back. DJ Madden is such a success. Decided to switch over to Madden. We're going to be doing a Madden simulation tournament. 32 teams, updated rosters, post NFL draft. So, hoping to get the draft picks in there. So, unfortunately, the Cowboys will have CD Lamb. How I think we need to take. Uh, Dak Prescott out of their lineup because he's holding out oh. and extend his virtual holdout to Madden Mayhem. We'll figure that out. That but would that would cause an uproar. <laughs> people might go crazy. Uh, Dak will probably be in there. All your favorite players, all your favorite teams. Single elimination NFL tournament. Even better, we're giving away ten thousand dollars in my bookie credits. Of course, to enter the contest, the bracket contest, that for your chance at a share of ten thousand my bookie credits. You have to have a MyBookie account by the time the tournament starts. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden, or go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. And now on to. Well, before we uh, get on to it, I know we want to give a nice break into our very awesome interview, but we should just remind people it's not just the contest. No. Games will be live streamed. You will have we will have lines, halftime lines, team totals, live wagering, prop bets. Looking yeah. to get some prop bets. Player props are even talking about. We're, we're, we've heard the word player prop. Don't so. undersell the announcing team too. Yes, you first know? time we're going to be doing football. <laughs> we we had the three man booth working in college. Now we're going to translate it down to uh, DJ or Madden Mayhem and and call simulated John Madden games really is a dream come true. I've been a Madden fan my entire life. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys who will get penetration. And Sean, people uh, can can they can tune in on Saturday if they're listening to this today, Friday, or even Saturday morning. You can tune in to watch us call a game for my bookie, kind of get an understanding of what the experience is going to look like. You can even get a free wager, Sean. Yes. If you head over to my bookie and I think it's a risk-free wager, basically risk-free $20 bet. Uh, if you, you know, you get basically a $20 free bet. If you hit it, you get to keep the money. If you lose it, Hey, no skin off and, your back. And we're going to be calling the game at 4 PM East coast. Yep. 1 PM Pacific. The Chiefs and the Packers, where we have it, we have lines already. We, the Chiefs are laying three at home. 
52 and a half is the total. Does Aaron Rodgers know about Jordan Love? Well, uh, you know, that's going to impact the game. Simulated got, Aaron Rodgers is going to be pouty as shit once he knew. CPU Aaron Rodgers is not going to be happy about this. Perhaps they go. Uh, do they have a learning computer or will, not? Will Jordan Love go into the same locker as his parents and brother? We don't know. Stay tuned for that. Uh, I do think the draw. I mean, we'll have to get into a whole draft recap next week, but I do think this whole Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like it seemed obvious they were going to finally take a receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Denzel I, Mims, I thought. I, I didn't realize they've never spent the last yeah. first round pick on an offensive <laughs> player was Aaron either, Rodgers. Yeah. They've never gotten him an offense. So uh, they don't do that, of course, and they get his replacement. He certainly does not seem happy about that. Anyway, this preview game is going to happen. We we think games are going to be about 90 minutes, uh, so you can frame it up for your family. Uh, and then. <laughs> Uh, am I missing anything, Sean? No, but uh, the tournament actually starts next Thursday, April thirtieth, and uh, like Kramer said, we're going to be t- doing two games a night: a uh, eight o'clock and a or no, sorry, what is it? Five uh, p.m. Pacific, eight o'clock East Coast uh, will be the first game. The second game will be seven o'clock West Coast, coast ten and o'clock, 10, ten p.m. on the East Coast. We're essentially, um, you know, get a little two-hour window. We think the games are going to run about an hour and thirty minutes. And the last bit of business we need to get to Sean. We will have a selection show. Yes. Um, this will probably drop Saturday night, Sunday sometime. I'm guessing we're just going to report record it after this preview game. And we're going to drop uh, uh, basically the bracket. We're going to show you how it's, it's done. Uh, just the tease. We were talking about some of the matchups on the draft show yesterday. Uh, we, we wanted to make this about divisions. So we will, we, we have guaranteed divisional matchups for every team in the first round. Very exciting. Looking forward to it. And get your bracket in sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Madden. Joining us on the line, head football coach at Washington State, Nick Rolovich. Coach, how you doing? Great. Ready for this thing to end and for us to get back to football and 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 you know, just to the this has been this has been enough for me. Yeah, I, I mean think it's time to go. It's got to be a you know an odd experience. January thirteenth, you're named the head football coach of Washington State, and then this thing hits. How, how have you been coping as far as recruiting um, and, and just connecting with your players? Well, connecting. I think we did a you know I really in, emphasize us you know connecting with our guys just as people. So from the start, I think we you know spent a lot of time with them. Uh, you know. Saw them in the weight room. Saw them at running. You know, saw who they are. What's what's the what's the general mindset of this football team? Um, there is a hunger. There's a togetherness that was there when we got here, which is is a good starting point. Um, so you know, you get down to the details of the schemes and and how we do things. Um, that's where we you know. Well, of course, we would love to have spring ball, but I think we've 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 kind of oiled these guys up to a point where they're when, when this thing gets green lighted, you know, we're, we're, we'll get the mindset. We'll attack this um, with a lot of energy and a lot of effort. So uh, I appreciate the assistant coaches because this has been a challenging time and, and they've done a nice job, especially with a new group of young men, you know, connecting with them on zooms or, you know, just however you can, it's very, you know, it's somewhat impersonal, but, you know, uh, I think the players know we care about them. So, yeah, and uh, I've been seeing on Twitter and uh, read some of the local news. Uh, it's really cool. I think that you, how you're kind of connecting with the community. I see you've been buying a bunch of people free dinners, going around and just saying like, "Hey, we got to support the restaurant." Next twenty people who show up here get a free pizza. That's even, awesome. Even delivering pizza for hospital workers. 
I think you're really already ingraining yourself in Pullman. How, how have you taken the transition to Pullman so far? Oh, I've, I've enjoyed it very much. I really enjoy the people. Um, I enjoy the safety of the place. I, I enjoy the, I think it's okay to live in a way where um, you care about the person in your community, no matter who it is. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people I would say, I mean, I got, I got a good job. I get that, you know, and if I could help people, you know, I've, I've come to a point in my life where I, you know, I've always been nice to people, you know, but you know, I've come to a point in my life is where I'm, I enjoy helping other people um, find some happiness. And, um, you know, the game is, has, has blessed me with the opportunity to raise my family um, through this game. And if, and then Pullman welcomed me, you know, it was more of a, 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 a payback to how they welcomed me into this, into this family. So yeah, uh, that's just kind of how I approach it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pullman's certainly an awesome town. We, uh, we came up there last year for a game and it was just, well, and, co- and coach just pointed out the togetherness. I think one of the things that I took away as we watched that victory against Stanford being down on the field was how much that team was just yearning for a victory together. And they were, they were super like, that that was a cool experience to kind of be on the field, and that was the difference than being in the stands. But they, you you could tell this team was hungry, and and I I love the culture up there. I love the city. You you called out the safety in the community. I think it's one of the coolest things about Pullman. Like like Sean pointed out, we were up there last season, and and I I honestly would love to come up to Pullman every year. It's 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 very <laughs> very yeah. very much reminded me of Blacksburg, Virginia, where I went to college. It has that small town feel, smaller stadium. Everyone in the town comes out to the football game. So anyway, I'm rambling, Sean. But I say all of that to say, <laughs> I say, I say all of that You're to say. the program up. No, I think that was the thing that we we saw when we went to Pullman. We were welcomed. We're not a giant media conglomerate for for as much as Sean thinks we are. But we were welcomed just like anyone else. So yeah, I, I love Pullman. Uh, super excited about the hire of you, and uh, lo- looking forward to what you can do this season. Yeah, from the well, football. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, I was just going to say, from a football point of view, you you're picking up kind of where the uh, Mike Leach and the air raid. Now you're bringing in the run and shoot. Walk people through the kind of a transition there from the two schemes. Well, you know, you, you add you know this COVID deal on top of it. Um, I think the uh, similarities in personnel groups, uh, offensive mindset. Yes, there'll be different probably distrib- distribution of balls. Um, they'll be asked to do things, you know, it's hard for me to compare the run or the, the air raid. Cause I don't call, consider myself a real master of it or, or really have any knowledge other than, you know, you study mesh, you study, um, you know, some of the general concepts, but uh, I think the, the one thing is the quarterback seemed to have a ton of freedom in the air raid, as far as putting the team in a play that he thought maybe he had a family play. I'm not sure if that's how it works or not. Um, where our stuff somewhat adjusts on its own much more than I think the quarterback won't have to make those decisions. He'll have to be kind of in tune with the receivers as those decisions get made. And, and that, that takes a process. So uh, the good thing is we got a, we got a real dynamic running back and we've got some experience up front and, and, and some definite unity in the offensive line unit. So, yeah, coach. Uh, as we, uh, I'm sorry to cut you, cut you off, but uh, Bo- Max Borgie, I think you're referring to. We were the crowd compl- loves yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> completely impressed with Max Borgie, and uh, I saw. You know, I, I I followed you when you were a quarterback at Hawaii, when, uh, playing under June Jones, and I was a big fan of you then. But um, 
you, when you became head coach, from what I understand, you put in the, the, the pistol along with the, the run and shoot look, Chris Alt's uh, pistol offense from Nevada. Uh, so do you plan to, to take that to Washington too? Cause I think Borgie could be great with that pistol offense. Well, you know, and if coach Alt was on the call, it, the pistol is an offense, you know, we use the pistol more as a formation. And, um, I enjoyed my time and toughest year I ever had coaching with coach Hall, but I learned a lot. Um, I, you know, and I'm, I really, as tough as it was, it was very enjoyable, but that, that was more of a decision with the run and shoot, um, in the, cause there's only a few things. We have one personnel group, you know, receiver splits, um, are things that people look at and back set is things that people were looking at back in 2009. So in 2010, we're sitting in, I'll never forget it. We're sitting in the staff room. Mouse Davis was on the staff and Hey, let's come up with this name and we'll flip them to this side. And this name will mean he'll flip and flip back, or we'll just do opposite protection. And, and, and mouse, we go, why don't we just put him in the pistol? Now there's some a gap protection stuff that makes it hard, right? You can squeeze it down. You can give him the defensive end. We understand all that, <laughs> but it's really to hide pass protection and you know, the gun run stuff. The, the high percentage of stuff runs go away from where the back is aligned. So trying to hide that as long as we can is, um, is one of the things we kind of concentrated on. I, I love the hearing the name mouse Davis, you know, the run and shoot. Uh, I think it goes back to him. I'm a bit, we're big June Jones guys. We were a fan of his team in the XFL, the roughnecks where he was undefeated. You still have maintained, re- you, yeah. still, you still maintain a good relationship with coach Jones. Yeah. You know, he, he'd done so much for, for me and my career and, you know, just where, where I think he was ahead of his time is, you know, he wasn't a big yeller um, screamer. I thought he had a lot of um, concentrated pos- uh, positivity um, in our approach. I think it, 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 it flourished with, with the, the kids in Hawaii because there was an element of togetherness and, it wasn't like they were getting beat down mentally um, by their coach. They were getting encouraged and it allowed them to grow and really strengthen the team together. So I think he was ahead of his time there. Yeah, man. I'm a big fan. Always been a big fan of coach Jones. Uh, I want to ask you, uh, we, we, uh, we here on, on our podcast have been pushing for a larger playoff. And I recently saw that 88% of athletic directors were polled and they were as or 88% were for a much larger playoff. What is your opinion on that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not here to solve all the questions with it, but I think <laughs> in general, if you take a step back, you know, it probably would be, it'd be good for a lot of reasons. Um, the, the, the opportunity for more people to have a chance at win the national title. Um, I think it, it, it increases uh, uh, fan engagement and, and I, I don't, I don't, I just don't see the, the real negatives of it other than playing more games, um, you know, last year we played 15 games. I'm not sure, uh, you know, college football players should have to play many more games than that. And I think that's, I mean, that's the beauty of you can do it with less, right? You can have a meaningful playoff. Mm-hmm. You can engage the fans. You're telling me that college football fans wouldn't fill out a bracket like college basketball yeah. fans. Come on. Uh, we have so many bowl ga- Yeah, we have so many bowl games that are they're meaningful to the team and the fan base potentially, but to 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 kind of broaden that to the more macro sense of making more meaningful games for college football fans seems like a no-brainer. Seems like the population who is against it, the the big powerful schools, yeah. that population is going to get smaller and smaller over time because I think it's just going to be a clear money grab at some point. But 
for, for a coach, right. for, for a smaller school like you, the obvious choice is, yeah, let's expand this thing. Let's, let's see what happens when people get on the field and actually play because styles make fights. And we see this time yeah. and time again, all the way back to the Boise teams, right? Like small schools yeah. can beat big schools. Just let, let there be a chance. Right? Yeah. We saw it last year. Hey. I mean, you guys went two and zero against the pac 12 and at Hawaii. Exactly. So uh, we, lost, we, we went to a one, but oh. the, the, the deal is what makes this game so great is each team gets 11, the field's the same size and you play with this funny shaped ball. You never know which way it's going <laughs> to bounce. And, and, and it's not all, you know, the, the, the physical part of it. So much of it is mental and, and, and relying on each other and, and pulling through for each other. And I think it's, um, you're also seeing uh, innovation, you know, and, and I think you're seeing that in the NFL too. You're seeing some of the college game come to the NFL and people like it. People like seeing the ball in the air. People like seeing action. You know, it's not just about, uh, you know, I, of course it's about winning, but there's a style aspect to this that, I mean, I'm not going to pretend that doesn't exist either. Cause I think fans enjoy it. I think players like to play in, a, in an offense with the ball in the air with some excitement and yeah, so I mean, that's I, where I stand on it. Tennessee Titans. Not to interrupt. I'll let you get to your point, Sean. But Tennessee Titans, case in point, very successful season, very fun run. But everyone's like, yeah, they can't do it again because they rely on running the ball too much. It's, so it's kind of the outlier. And of course, you coached uh, Cole McDonald, Hawaii quarterback. It looks like he's going to be going in the draft. Uh, where do you think is an ideal landing spot for him? And what do you think about his chances uh, at the next level there? Well, I, I don't have a specific team that's ideal for him. The one thing that that Cole will do is I, I don't know if I've seen a kid who just will himself day in and day out to be better. Um, and and he he could obviously my and, and I go back to my experience. You know, I I, I free agent of the Broncos, but I got put in offense right that I was. It, we were much more aggressive under June at Hawaii. And I, and I've had this conversation with him. I say, you're going to, you're going to go into practice. Like, well, why don't we just do this and, <laughs> and attack that coverage that way? And you just got to keep your mouth shut and you got to learn and, and be, you know, be in the moment and, and just appreciate the way the philosophy that you're walking into and just be, a, be, a, be a, a positive to that philosophy. Yeah. You mentioned uh, your, your stint there with the Broncos. You also played for a number of uh, arena league teams and you even played for the the Rhine fire in uh, NFL Europe. What was it like playing professional football in Germany? I wish they still had that for, the, for these kids. It was a great time, you know, cause you hear, you know, football players and, and I'm sure most of your audience understands they, they live a different life during college. Right. Um, you hear about these kids going abroad, backpacking Europe. I think it was, a, <laughs> it was a great deal for kids after, right. We're on a train. We're going to, you know, Frankfurt. It's like, Oh, Shoot, I don't know about ever going to Frankfurt. But let's go check it out. And and you have uh you live together. I think a lot of strong bonds are made just for life and connections. And 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 the European fans, at least the ones in Germany, were were very into the game. So I'm not sure what happened, what you know, why it went away. But I do think that was a that was a good league, and that there, it gave guys a chance to develop. That, that's one thing we've argued is I, I've always been a proponent of of spring football or summer football, whatever it may be. There needs to be more more leagues. We've seen it with Kurt Warner, who who credits to this day the Arena Football League for his development. Uh, I, I feel like there should be other leagues where you saw PJ Walker with June Jones, and he got a deal right now with the Panthers. So. And I think just the the European setting, and I you know the NFL wants to expand the European setting to what Coach just said it allows you to have that kind of post-college dorm, like where you can hop on a train and be anywhere, explore all sorts of culture. 
And I, I, you know what? Here's my bold prediction. Now that the XFL gone, maybe the NFL can realize like this is how we truly internationalize our game. We we build a minor league farm system over in Europe because if you look at just again our we get a lot of people from Germany wanting to see NFL content. So the crowd is there, the audience is there. Sean, you yes. had a question. Oh, I was just going to uh, yeah. I mean, do you think there is a chance for another pro league besides the NFL? I mean, the XFL seemed like it had some momentum. Of course, the COVID came in and kind of knocked it out. We saw. The ratings were good for the AAF. Do you think we'll see either an alternate minor league for the NFL or just some some other professional league here in the future? Well, I think they need one, you know, because because you know we know the percentage of guys who make the NFL, and these kids, you know, they give a lot to college football, and we all, you know, the the getting paid part of it—that's a whole nother uh, conversation. But I, I think there's you would think just common sense. You would think that a, a, some kind of developmental league to give guys a chance to, to ease guys out of even, even ease guys out of football, you know, cause one day you wake up, you're cut. You, I mean, as much as we want to say these, these guys dream is to play football in the NFL. And I don't, I don't, I'm not hiding against, i like, I want everyone that we recruit to want to play in the NFL. They're not stupid. They understand the, the realities and the numbers, but that does that's not our job to, to kill their dream. You know, we need to, as they go through college, show them other avenues and other interests. But um, it's hard when, when, when you wake up and people say, oh, you can't play anymore. You know, <laughs> what do you do now? That, that's who, that's who they were for a long part of a great majority of their life. Yeah. Just start a podcast. I love that analogy though. Like some of these kids, like, yeah, you're right. The percentage that makes the NFL is so tiny. There's such a love of football in this country. Why not? Why not have that second tier? Why not? You know, look at, look at European soccer. For example, they have levels going all the way down to basically rec leagues. Yeah. Why, why not? Sure. You're not going to make as much, but if you want to do this for a living, because it is your dream, go for it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's got to make financial sense too. Well, right? yeah. It's an expensive <laughs> game. There's a lot of pads. I mean, let's, you know, and I, I'm not diving into those, those deals, but <clears throat> you would think Again, the the military bases, you know, a lot of American football uh, fans in Germany, uh, you know, and then to to be honest, you know, being in Hawaii, there's a there's a real real high level of interest in American football in in Asia, in Japan, in South Korea, um, and and I think they're they've got a pretty good idea over there, right? With the, the companies, you work for the companies and you and you practice and play for for their football team. I think it combines the business world and then developing the secondary career outside of football, and you're able to still play. And and, and really, everyone who's gone to Japan to play has has loved the experience. So. Coach, you like to have a uh, have fun at Media Day for Mountain West Media Day. You've brought a Britney Spears impersonator, Elvis impersonator. <laughs> you, I, I heard a rumor you were considering bringing a live uh, monkey to Media Day. Of course, Pullman, they are the Cougars. Any chance you try and wrangle a live Cougar for Media Day? <laughs> Probably not. Not in the first year. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna tip ease into the Cougar a little bit. I want to see how stiff people are. What, what can I do to liven this thing up? Uh, the monkey was the start, though. I thought it'd be great walking with a monkey, you know, <laughs> on your shoulder. And nobody ever wants to talk about football when I go. All they want to talk about is Brittany or Elvis or monkeys. Or, uh, so. well, well, dude, I'm loving the hat <laughs> angle, man. I, 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 the Indiana Jones style hat, man. I, I, I want to see that on the sidelines. What's the chances of that? <laughs> well, if I if I go if I go hat on the sideline, that means I got to go Britney Spears, Mike. 
communicating. <laughs> so, so then sure. you become the Britney Spears impersonator. <laughs> the, 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 I'm not sure that payoff is, uh, is worth it. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're a uh, you're a former quarterback, and uh, now you're coaching at at Wazoo, which uh, I just saw the video they tweeted out. It was, I mean, sixteen quarterbacks have been drafted uh, from Wazoo: Mark Rippin, Drew Bledsoe, even more recently Luke Falk, Gardner Minshew. It looks like Anthony Gordon uh, is going to get drafted here in the next couple of days. Does that make your job a lot easier to kind of uh, you know call on the pedigree, the history of Washington State when you're out recruiting uh, quarterbacks? No doubt. I, I think it helps a lot. And, and, and I'm honored to be at a school cause I, I do love the position and I respect the position, um, you know, with uh, responsibility of keeping that tradition alive. Uh, and, and I do think it's, it's something we should be proud of. Um, it, it's something we, we can mention in recruiting, but it also is, it really, you know, keeps these guys in line who are here right now, you know, that you're a quarterback, here's what you got to do if you want to be great. And we have plenty of references because what what you guys just said earlier in this conversation about coming to Pullman, you know, there's there's some negative connotations about this place, but everyone that's come here has had a wonderful experience. I've had ten coaches tell me this is the best coaching job they ever had, even though they might be making more money doing some, coaching somewhere else. the The key is we got to get people up here, and if we get people up here and they get a chance to see it for themselves and feel it for themselves, and I, I think that's what we're, that's what's hurting us the most in this point with this COVID deal is not be having people get up here and feel what, what Pullman and Washington state's all about. I mean, the second Sean Colby and I showed up on campus, we were ready to sign our LOIs <laughs> yeah. because the, yeah. faci- the facilities, I mean, a, the town is great. I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for towns like this. We stayed in beautiful Moscow. I just like the openness of the area. And then you look at the football facilities and you look yeah. at the way the stadium's just yeah. packed right in there on campus. It's a perfect a- environment. I, I feel you. I, I hope you guys are able to bridge that kind of remote recruiting uh, gap because it's such a great environment. I'm going to say it now. We should go back up there again. Catch you live coach <laughs> come on. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming. We're yeah. Coming. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't, come on up. I didn't know what my expectations were going in, uh, but I was uh, top-notch facility and just world-class equipment. And then you go and you watch the game at the stadium and the way it's built, the uh, the acoustics for the noise and the crowd getting amped up and the the high-scoring aspect. It was just a, uh, it was just a great college experience. And I, I think you'd be crazy if you were a top recruit not to consider going to play for you and and the Cougs up in uh, Washington State there. Well, unless they're looking for a big city, and I'm I'm okay having that conversation. You looking for a big city? You don't want you don't want to be cold in the winter, <laughs> then, then don't come here. I'm not trying to trick you into coming here. But I know Tom Brady's winning Super Bowls playing in the cold. Yeah, and and I know I know you know there is some elements of big cities that can be hard to you know. It, it's different when you get to walk around and feel safe about you know your day. You know. And, and have a, have a general trust for the the human that's walking next to you on the sidewalk or or on the other side of the street. I think I think that's a there's 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 value to that you can't put money on. I think there's also this kind of intrinsic value to like being in a place that's surrounded by like open land and cows. You can only get into so much trouble 
Uh, as a college student, again, I went through a very similar situation and it was like, oh, okay, cool. Worst case, you end up face down in some cow shit in a field. Like, I think there's something to that. Like, you can say that? Cities have have dangers and I, I'm with you. I, I I love the small town feel for college and 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 I, 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 I'm happy I didn't go to school in a city. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I, I for right, a guy, right. for a guy who went to Penn state, there is something cool when an entire town Saturday yeah. morning and everyone is wearing the same colors, walking to the same place with the same thing in mind. And it's go get a uh, college football victory coach. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, appreciate all the work you're doing in Pullman, big fan of uh, the Cougs and, and the program. Make sure you give a uh, Nick Rolovich uh, coach Rolovich a follow on Twitter at Nick Rolovich coach. Appreciate your time. Appreciate you guys, man. Have a good day. Yeah. Right. See you. See you this fall coach. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, before we go, we're going to talk about ACE per head. That's right. Perfect time to start your own sports book. If you had your own sports book set up through ACE, you could have been uh, booking a lot of action on the draft, all those draft props. Of course, the online casino that they have, you can do that all over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Sign up there and you get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. You use our link aceperhead.com slash SGP. Leaders in the paperhead websites. I mean, all you gotta do, sign up. They get you your own sportsbook site. Top-notch customer support going 24-7. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. They offer live betting, amazing mobile experience. They're even getting involved in the sim game as well. Get all the details, all the information, aceperhead.com slash SGP, aceperhead.com slash SGP. Oh man, that was fun mixing it up with uh, Coach Rolovich. And and hopefully they are playing games with fans because I'd love to get up to Pullman again yeah. this fall. Well, I'm really excited about this hire because, like, dude, I, I had covered him at, uh, you, you remember, we won a lot of money off San Diego State. When when they played Hawaii prior to Rolovich being there, yep. they had Norm Chow and and they were atrocious. Rolovich <laughs> steps in and instantly takes him to a bowl game. I think this guy's a legit coach, and I'm really excited to see him at Wazoo. Yeah, and he uh, it's interesting. He he has some similarities to Coach Leach in that he kind of has a character. He's kind of a character, fun personality. D- you know, does some uh, like his media stunts and stuff like that. Big guy on Twitter. Uh, also, you know, big involved in the passing game, but seems like a little bit different approach probably with the players, maybe more laid back as a former player walks yeah. around with a boom box, blasting the salt, the, the yin yang twins, <laughs> the salt shaker roll like a, anyway, I mean, no, no fans. We, I mean, it's not the fact that he was just a guest on the podcast, but he seems like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want to play for a guy like coach Rolovich who really seems like a student of the game, former player seems to get the best out of his guys by not, uh, you know, through positivity and not just like I said, a, a coach, I'm ready to sign the letter of intent. Let's <laughs> and, go. And great pedigree, man. June Jones, Chris, all, all great coaches that he's been behind. So, uh, and, I, and I have to double check, but I'm pretty sure I still have four years of eligibility. I'm gonna have to check with the NCAA. <laughs> I know, uh, you know, the, maybe some of the rec league games where I dominated with like 8.6 <laughs> rebounds. Maybe they considered that you didn't uh, lose D1. by ninety six, so you don't have that on your resume. That's gonna haunt me forever. That is a that is a tough break. But yeah, uh, like we said, make sure you sign up for Madden Mayhem SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Madden. All the info details there. Preview game is going to be Saturday, uh, tomorrow four o'clock on the East, one o'clock Pacific. 
streaming on all our video channels. So make sure you give him a follow YouTube, Twitch, the whole thing. Make sure to check out Colby Dance and his boy Patty C on the College Experience. Subscribe to that podcast. Of course, if you listen to this podcast all the way through, it means you're a fan. You like it. You're a hashtag DGen only. Do yourself a favor and us a favor by subscribing. Give us that five star review. That five star review we crave. We're giving you all this COVID content as always with the sportsgamblingpodcast.com completely free. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. And for the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Well, I'll see you tomorrow or on Saturday for a little Madden CPU action. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>